Blanco on the normal radio. Free weed. Free weed. Oh, yo. Danny Danko come to show you how it grows. You're now tuned in to Free Weed from Danny Danko on normal radio. Presented by High Times Magazine. See me, I say, boom, bang. Big respect. See me, I say, Danny Danko. Yes, excellent, excellent sounds from DJ Jacques and Winstrong for the Freeweed episode number 46. Mike Hughes underscore in the building, Danny Dinko in the building. How are you? I am well. I am looking forward to episode 46. We have a lot of really great stuff chalked into this episode. Yeah, no, man. stuffed into this episode. It's been fun doing these weekly, huh? It ha- yes. Absolutely. So far, so good. Yeah. But it's been two. Right. So anything could happen. Let's <laughs> tell the people what we have. Uh, we're going to preview the January 2014 <clears throat> issue of High Times Magazine, which is our vape pen buyer's guide for 2014. Also, the first issue of our 40th anniversary year. Hi, that's right. High Times has been here for 40 years and uh, 40 years and still growing. That's very impressive. Yes. So we're going to talk about that. Yeah. The Cannabis Cup in Amsterdam coming up in just uh, a little over a week. Uh, We're going to be over there for the 26th (laughs) annual High Times Cannabis Cup. Very exciting uh, seminars, concerts, lots of pot and hash being smoked daily and Mm, nightly. Judged. Yes. It's a tough time to be cannabis because everyone's just judging you. Very (laughs) negative. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, we have an interview with Subcool and Ms. Jill of Team Green Avenger, TGAgenetics.com, incredible American breeders that are doing great things beyond just uh, creating amazing pot strains. So we talked to them. uh, And, you know, as always, it's all brought to you by BC Northern Lights. We've got our cultivation section where we talk about grow room lighting. I'm going to talk particularly about high-intensity discharge lights like uh, metal halides and high-pressure sodiums. And we take questions from you guys, Q&A. Yeah, the Q&A is great. We have caterpillar prevention, screen of green, auto-flowering strains, and more. So you're going to want to listen to that. Yeah, we're excited. So without further ado, welcome to Freeweed episode 46. Let's get it started. Hi, this is Chemdog, and you're listening to Freeweed from Danny Danko. All right. So here we are, episode number 46. Um, We have a brand new issue out of High Times Magazine. It's actually our January issue. Oddly enough, uh, magazines work that far ahead. But it is uh, our January 2014 Vapor Pen Buyer's Guide. I know a lot of people are excited about this. We did one for 2013, and it was quite popular. So this is one we put them on the cover. We put some dabs. We put some buds. Um, we really want people to make the right choices when they're faced with the decision of which vapor pen to buy. Is that right, Mike? Absolutely. Yeah, we have uh, over 32 pens reviewed by the High Times staff. And, you know, some of these pens are more expensive than others. And before you make a financial commitment to one, you should spend, what is it, five bucks, six bucks? Six bucks at Zinio.com. You can download the Zinio app or you can uh, basically get Zinio on your, it's Z-I-N-I-O. It is, and yeah. there, there's a special uh, link that we have for we it, We do right? have a link that we're going to give out, and I believe that link is ht.420.com slash vape pen issue. If you want to purchase this, basically it's a, it's six bucks. You get the issue on your phone, on your tablet, on your 
iPad or what have you. And it's got our reviews of over 32 different vape pens that are out on the market right now. If you're planning on spending 100 bucks or a couple hundred bucks or even 50 bucks on a vape pen, I think it's worth the six bucks to get this issue. Um, no matter where you are, you could be in the UK, you could be in Australia, you could be pretty much anywhere in the world, I would imagine. And you can read the latest issue of High Times Magazine on your phone, on your tablet, and you can flip through it just like a magazine. It's pretty cool. Um, it's our digital version. It's at Zinio.com. Download the Zinio app and uh, check that out. Yeah, check out these vape pens. They're really amazing. They do a, a number of different things. They're very stealthy and, uh, yeah, definitely an interesting issue. And there's a ton of other great stuff in the January issue. Yeah, absolutely. A massive harvest tour, um, some cup-winning grow tips, uh, the uh, rundown of the Seattle Cannabis Cup that we recently had. Penned by me penned by Mike. Dan doesn't Hughes. like my title. I went with the seedless in Seattle. Oh, yeah, a little hackney. He doesn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> There's a Sanjay Gupta interview, Dr. Sanjay Gupta from CNN. We got an exclusive interview. Um, my colleague and friend David Bienenstock uh, talked to Dr. Gupta about his recent conversion, which is really massive. I mean, he literally went on television in front of a CNN audience and told them that he was lied to by the DEA about marijuana, about medical benefits of CBD and stuff. I think it's a pretty monumental thing for him to apologize to us for lying to us about that and uh, really come out uh, in favor of medical marijuana on, you know, this guy was almost the Surgeon General. You know, he was asked to be Surgeon General, I think, at one point. So um, that's pretty huge, and that's an exclusive interview. That's not uh, anything you're going to read anywhere else. And you can have all of that, like I said, on your phone, on your tablet, or whatever. But um, that's that's the January issue. Yeah, You've so got my dear Danko in there. You've got uh, all kinds of other cool stuff in that. Yeah, so pick up that January issue. And uh, the other thing that we want to tell you about, of course, is the 26th annual High Times Cannabis Cup in Amsterdam. Both Dan and I are just days away from yeah. getting on a plane and heading over to Amsterdam. Yeah, we'll be there in less than a week and uh, we will be setting up shop. It starts a week from this Sunday and it'll go until that Thursday of the 28th. And we're really excited. Uh, I know a lot of the uh, the breeders are going to be there doing these seminars during the day at the roast and uh, buses will be taking people from the Victoria Hotel right there at uh, Dam Square all the way out to where the roast is and uh, back. So you can constantly, if you want to just go check out a seminar, I mean, the seminar list is ridiculous. Obviously, we're going to be doing a show, a uh, free weed show over there with some people. I think I got Bubble Man, Mike Corral. I'm going to um, get a few other people as well. Um, my colleague Nico is going to be doing something about seed breeding. Uh, legends, legends like Robert Connell Clark, uh, Soma, Mila, uh, some pretty incredible people. Loud Seeds is involved. Uh, Bubble Man, um, Swerve. Nick T and Swerve. Yeah, yeah. Swerve. Um, Scott from Rare Dankness. Uh, you know, Aryan and Franco are going to do their greenhouse thing I'm excited about. Brett Bogue. Uh, Sensi Seed Bank, which is going to be huge. Uh, the drunkers from DNA as well. DNA, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be an incredible time. So anybody that's heading over there for that, if you haven't bought your tickets already, use the promo code Danko for 10 percent uh, off tickets uh, at cannabiscup.com, <laughs> and you can buy tickets now at cannabiscup.com to. American Medical Cups in Denver. and They're all, all right there. Yeah. If you go to CannabisCup.com, you see all the cups that we are doing through uh, 2014, and it's very exciting. But uh, the Cannabis Cup in Amsterdam is, is the hot one right now. 
So mm-hmm. use that promo code Danko, D-A-N-K-O. Get 10% off of your tickets. That's a pretty good deal. So, yeah, join us in Amsterdam. Why not? Yeah. It's going to be a great time. Mm-hmm. So we're looking forward to that. Um, but we're also looking forward to this. Uh, we uh, had the opportunity to talk to a couple of old friends the other day. Yes, Subcool and Ms. Jill of uh, Team Green Adve- of <laughs> Team Green Avenger. TGA Genetics, and uh, they've got some really interesting things going on. They just uh, harvested some outdoor and, and did some pretty interesting things with that. So without any further ado, here is our chat with Subcool and Ms. Jill. All right, we are here on Freeweed episode 46, and we are talking to Subcool and Ms. Jill of TGA, uh, Subcool Seeds, TGAgenetics.com. Welcome, guys. How you doing, Danny? Hey there, Danny. Great, great. Um, it's good to have you guys on the show again. I know you've ha- I've had you each on individually, but it's nice to have you both on and uh, talk about a little bit about what's been going on lately. You guys have been involved in some really cool causes. Yeah, um, you know, me and Ms. Jill got involved uh, with the School of Dank a couple of years ago. That's run by Jinx, Roof, and Miss Rose, and that kind of grabbed its own legs and took off. I think Tommy Chong is going to be involved when it takes off. But in the meantime, Ms. Jill, my lovely wife, um, yeah, I have uh, a new um, thing going. It's called People Helping People, and um, I actually help people. If, if we're unable, they're in a different state, not local to us, I reach out to people on Facebook and ask them if there's anyone in the area that can help. People have stepped forward. Um, a, a, a couple uh, that has cancer, he stepped forward to help out with that. That's excellent. Um, so people helping people, and th- and that's also helping sick and needy children as well? Absolutely. Yes. Um, working with a, a program right now called Roar Away Cancer. It's helping children that have uh, brain cancer and such. And also, I'm working with the Cash Hyde Foundation. Those can both be found on our TGA Facebook page. Basically, Danny, uh, what, what we've done is, I mean, we, since we have such a successful business and we've been blessed, I mean, we feel so blessed, we've just decided to give back. So one of the things that we're doing is uh, we're having um, the Miss Children Subcool uh toy drive here in California. Um, so what we did, we basically grew a legal outdoor medical marijuana uh, crop, and we took it and we donated it to a, a local collective for about half the market value. And then we took the money, and me and Miss Jill went to toy store and had a riot. We spent all oh, yeah. the money on toys. <laughs> it was great fun. It was. Boys, girls, all ages. And then, we, the cart. then we took uh, 55-gallon barrels. And we took actual real pot leaves, and we used green and purple paint to make them all decorated. And then we dropped one off at Organican, Oakland Organics, Collective Conscious Apothecary, and of course at the Emerald Cup. And each one of these 55-gallon bins is full of $1,000 worth of toys. Wow. And um, I would like to give a shout-out to Diesel. He has actually donated $5,000 to the uh, TGA toy drive for Christmas. Wow, that's amazing. That is really cool. Um, tell me a little bit about sun-grown organic outdoor and also um, the hash that you guys are making without using solvents. Yeah, um, you know, we, we're real, uh, I mean, not, this is definitely not a knock on anyone else because obviously I am still a indoor grower and that is, that is my passion and that's what I'm best at. But as when we moved to California, uh, we really got involved in the outdoor scene. Um, we met a lot of really... Uh, skilled growers, uh, D.E. Smith, people like that, and we just started growing outdoors here, and uh, again, we grow organically in the soil, 
um, with just water. We don't use any chemicals or anything like that. And then to make our hash, we use a simple process of, I mean, it's bubble bags. We, water use, and ice. we use water and ice. Um, the extra step, um, we have a friend who is very good at making hash, and he has a chilled, cold room. So he's able to dry the hash in about 30 minutes. This stops the oxidation of it. Danny, our hash is white. <laughs> it is actually the color white. Wow. So it's pretty amazing. Some water molecules left in it that cause it to age and um, degrade. Yeah. Yeah. We just think it's a healthier way to go about um, making hash. No knock to anybody's choice. Everybody's welcome to do what they want to. But we're able to make dabbable hash in the 74% THC range with no chemicals. Water. Wow, that's amazing. That is. We grow our, our medicine. Mm-hmm. So I heard a little something recently on Facebook about the, the fellows in Mendo Dope. Can you tell me a little bit about what went down with those guys? Um, yeah, there's there's two parts to the story. Um, and the first part is, uh, well, let's do the happy part first, the good news, bad news. So the good news is Mendo Dope is a uh, hip-hop, rap, and rock group. Um, really good good people, good kids, raised right, good morals. I mean, very respectful. Very respectful. Some of the nicest people you ever meet. So we were working with them to create the TGA 10 pack of Mendo Dope. So it's the CD, they're on the way to you guys right now, Danny, so you can listen to it, it rocks, man. Cool. And uh, so while we were working with them on the CD, they grow marijuana in Mendocino legally. So they had a legal marijuana garden with the right numbers. And uh, a bunch of cops showed up right around harvest with no warrant, no Miranda rights were read, there were no investigators or detectives on the scene. They backed a chipper into their crop, and they chipped 20, 25 plants, mixing in oak branches and leaves, and they cuffed them to the fucking rototiller that's on the back of the planter of the tree CD. How weird and ironic is that? Wow. That is and uh, so there's, there's, there's not a police action, and we're hearing more and more of this in Mendocino. We heard about a couple two weeks ago who... You know, people in uniform showed up, no warrants, no Mirandaizing. They uh, zip-tied them on the kitchen floor. They took their weed. They took their money. They left. Once the couple was able to escape the zip-ties, they called the local police, and the local police had no record of any police dispatched to the residence. Wow. So we have rogue police officers running around in California ignoring the medical law, destroying people's lives. Well, that's just wrong. Yeah, that's absolutely yeah. wrong. Now, you guys have a 10-pack uh, a of seeds that are, are, are for this purpose? No, it's music. It's 10 oh, it's Oh, it's a 10-pack of song. About our <laughs> one's named Jelly Bean, one's named Chernobyl, one's named Jack the Ripper. Uh, and their songs that sing about uh, our strains, uh, our culture. Uh, you mentioned Danny. High Times is mentioned. Uh, many times in the weed <laughs> nerd as well as um, weed country. Yeah, weed country. And nice. It just basically, it, it, it brings everything about the culture. They sing about B.E. Smith and weed country. It's on TV. And bringing and a, a medicine for our patients, and this is what we're here for, and we have to stand up for our rights and, and have faith and, and do what we believe is, is right. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm so that's what the, the CD is about. It's, uh, it's funny as hell. It's fun to listen to. It's got a great beat. Wow. 
Wow. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing that. That's awesome. I'm glad uh, I'm glad you're sending that. Maybe we'll play some of that as well on the show. Um, you're listening to Free Weed from Danny Danko. We're talking to Subcool and Ms. Jill, um, creators of some amazing strains like Vortex, uh, Jack the Ripper, Jilly Bean, of course. And uh, tell me a little bit about Quantum Kush. That's a new one? Yeah, that's uh, it's going to be released uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Of course, it'll be at the Emerald Cup. Um, we've had it tested at Sunrise Analytical. Pat Marshall is w- one of the most well-known biochemists in America. Um, Danny, he's actually used as a federal witness when the government wants to know the potency of cannabis. Mm. They mm. call this chemist. So there's such a dis- discrepancy uh, in the testing world that we really thought out the best. And our new quantum Kush is testing. Um, we tested three female phenotypes in the lab. Um, one tested at 28, one tested at 29, and one tested at 30%. And, Danny, I'm here to tell you as the, the, the breeder, uh, I, you know, when I saw that 30% number, I was skeptical. And then, well, you know, they've tested some other strains. Um, Odie, as well, was, was testing it, and Jilly Bean tested lower as it should. And I want to say that Odie, he's, he's the breeder of the strain, and he gave me a sample. And let me tell you, it was like hitting a BHO dab. <laughs> You can see her on the weed nurse. She takes three hits and her eyes closes and she falls back on the couch. She doesn't pass out, but she's definitely exasperated. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. uh, It's the strongest marijuana I have ever seen in my life. Love it. Cool, cool. Well, um... I wanted to mention you guys have some new items and products that are available. Um, Weed Nerd hat pins and TGA hat pins. Are those available at tgagenetics.com? Yes, uh, there's a link. No, they're at tgaclothing.com. Okay. that's also where you can find our um, CD. Oh, excellent. link off of our TGA Genetics site as well. Yeah. yeah um, and also, we have a new thing, Danny, that I wanted to talk about. Um, uh, it's pretty cool. We're going to do away with our menus because uh, TGA has uh, close to 40 strains now. We're just cutting too many trees down and wasting too much gas. So we're going to the little scan code. So when you scan now with your smartphone or whatever, it brings up in our entire website and menu. You can go to TGA Clothing, news, testimonials. And we're big now about putting uh, cannabis news on our website that pertains to uh, mainly sick um, people who need help and research. Um, so you can have that. And, yeah, we have uh, Weed Nerd hat pins. We have, which, by the way, we can't keep on hand. Everybody wants a Weed Nerd hat <laughs> And um, jars, we're getting Weed Nerd jars. And we just got a new uh, supply of TGA hoodies in. They are the warmest coats you could ever buy. Yeah, Excellent. Awesome. That's great. That's great. And you also have the super soil available now as well, right? Yes, that's uh, available at tgasupersoil.com. It is a different division. We don't run it. Um, one of our partners runs it. Um, but they're running it full speed, and it is now in California. And um, all of the buds that you've ever seen me grow uh, in a High Times magazine that you've seen me and Jill grow, we just simply stick them in super soil that I created the recipe about 20 years ago. It's also at uh, hightimes.com slash subcoolsupersoil permanently. Thank you guys for putting that up there. You can always go make your soil for, 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 I think it's about $150 to make enough for four batches. But some people don't have the health, uh, too busy, and they just want to purchase the soil. You know, and there's no guesswork involved. It's already been done. Uh, the, the person running this has put this all through a lab, and its um, analysis is all on the back of the bag. Yeah, and uh, our indoor-grown um, soil and uh, excuse me, our indoor-grown cannabis in California gets highest, highest amount in the collectives. 
because of its quality, crystal content, flavor, taste, and smell. Mm -hmm. Well, speaking of health, um, you were just telling me earlier off uh, off the mic about uh, that you weren't going to be able to make it to the Cannabis Cup this year. Do you want to um, do you want to mention anything about that? Yeah, I mean it's, it's it is what it is, Danny. We've come to grips with it, me and Miss Jill. Uh, I'm one of three thousand people in America that have a disease called Alpha One. Um, I started experiencing lung problems about two years ago, and I, I'm going to be real honest. I mean, I just figured it's because I smoke more weed and hash and resin and everything than anybody on the planet. But as it turns out, it had nothing to do with it. My condition uh, does not allow an enzyme out of my liver that protects my lungs. So my white blood cells uh, are eating my lung part, eating holes in them. So I have to have blood transfusions every Tuesday. A nurse comes to the house. They stick a big three-inch needle in my vein, and I lay here for an hour and a half. And certainly not as bad as chemotherapy or anything, but it's it's forever. Uh, my condition cannot be reversed. Um, how sick I was when I got my first injections, how sick I will be for the rest of my life. So here comes the issue. If I get around sick people, if I get sick, I will not recover to the level I was before I was sick. So each time you get sick, you die a little more and you die a little younger. So mm. during the winter time, I stay away from sick people and I stay away from crowds and God, you know how much me and Jill love going to Amsterdam, but middle of November in the cold and wet and an airplane, I'm pretty much going to get sick, and Mm -hmm. we just can't do it. But we support you, and, you know, we want to extend a special thanks to you, Danny, and High Times for all the support over the years. If it wasn't for your support and help, we wouldn't be able to shout out on the Internet to have somebody drop off a brand-new light and ballast at a couple's house who has a sick kid. Yeah. Wow. Wow, so well, thank that's you for nice. That, Danny. Thank you for supporting TGA and making us what we have become. Wow, I appreciate that. You guys earned it for sure. And uh, the, the, the generosity that you guys show, you know, at, uh, beyond just the success that you've had, it really shows what kind of people you guys are. So I really, truly appreciate the friendship and uh, collaborations that we've been able to uh, be involved in. I definitely recommend people should check out Weed Nerd on YouTube. That's the show that they've been doing now for um, over a hundred plus episodes of really interesting stuff, behind the scenes stuff. You can learn all about breeding. You can learn about growing. You can learn a lot about. Uh, I learned about trellising this uh, this past summer. You guys designed some pretty interesting equipment. Yeah, we got 19 pounds off those eight plants. Uh, <laughs> uh, water only. So yeah, I, I just forgot about this. Um, Miss Miss Jill is working on a new cross, um, working with Kyle Cushman's Strawberry Cross, of course, a cough, mm-hmm. of course, the strain that won the cup, mm-hmm. and we're crossing it with our Space Queen, and we're naming it after our uh, Jill's childhood friend who has ALS. Mm. Um, he, he's in pretty rough shape, but he's, he's such a fun guy to hang out with. So we're naming our strain, and we're doing a tribute like we did with Danny Boy, and we're calling it Brian Berry Cough. To our, and, and, and tribute to our friend who has ALS. And he's, he, he's, he's in a wheelchair now, but like Jill tells me stories about him. When he was growing up with her, he was a wild dude. He would have hung with us, you hear me? Yeah. And, uh, and, but he got ALS, so uh, we, we just think it's the best way to uh, you know, always remember our friend and remind people that the cannabis community is not all about you know, just getting high and sitting around and having fun. You know, we can do some good. So, Danny, in about five months, we're going to release the strain called Herkel or the Herc. 
is testing at 15 CBD, 15 THC. Mm, wow. Wow, that's great. Right on. Well, it's so good to hear from you guys. I really appreciate it. Um, if people want to check out TGAgenetics.com, that's the home for the whole crew. I should mention that you guys have a whole crew of really incredibly hardworking people around you. Your whole crew is, uh, is an incredible group of people. And like I said, you guys are doing more than just making seeds and, and, and uh, y- you've done some incredible work and I know you're going to continue to do it. So, uh, you know, shout out to both of you, TGAgenetics.com, uh, The Weed Nerd Show, and uh, hopefully we'll see you at our next Cannabis Cup in L.A. in February. We are so fired up for L.A., uh, Danny. It is like a rave on cannabis. <laughs> and it's warm. It's so much fun. We are, like, totally geared. We will see you in L.A. Excellent. I'll see you guys there. Thanks for coming on the show again, and uh, props to you guys for everything you do. All right. So welcome back. I hope you guys enjoyed that chat with Subcool and Miss Jill. Uh, We love bringing you all this free weed, and we're able to do it free because we have sponsors like BC Northern Lights. So please check them out at bcnorthernlights.com. You can call them toll-free anytime, 24 hours, at 888-236-1266. What they do is they make grow boxes from scratch. Uh, basically the Mercedes-Benzes of grow boxes. These things have all the bells and whistles, touchscreen technology, um, you know, pretty much everything you want. Smell-free air circulation, safe professional wiring, all different sizes, all kinds of financing options. So if you're looking for a grow box, and I know you might be, you want the best, and I think you should get yourself BC Northern Lights. Um, seven-time Stash Award winners here at High Times, great friends of ours out of uh, Vancouver, Canada area. And, yeah, I mean, that's what it is. We love BC Northern Lights. They've been with us uh, with this podcast forever. And uh, you mentioned free weed to them, and I believe you get something like six months of free nutrients. So check them out at bcnorthernlights.com or 888-236-1266. And uh, that's that live read. Why don't we go to the cultivation segment? Yes. Dan, lifting the curtain of the magic behind our podcast. That was a live read that he just did, and now we're going to talk some cultivation. You have a little tip for the uh, tip of the week for us, yeah. right? Yeah. I want to talk about uh, high-intensity discharge lighting. Um, sounds a little dirty, but it's just HID lighting. It's the lighting that we use mostly when we grow. I know that there's fluorescence and LEDs, but most of the grows I see in particular are uh, some type of high intensity discharge lighting and the two kinds that people use are metal halide and or halide and high pressure sodium so that's MH and HPS Uh, typically people use the metal halides during the vegetative period and the high pressure sodiums during flowering but you can flower with metal halides as well the most popular sizes really, I guess, are like basically the 250 watt, the 400 watt, the 600 watt, and the 1000 watt. And the way you can think of those uh, in loose sort of terms is that the 250 covers about a two foot by two foot per footprint. The 400 is about a three foot by three foot footprint. Uh, the 600 is about four by four, and the 1000 will be about five by five. So if you're buying a grow tent, Uh, You want to keep those in mind. Obviously, if you've got a 4x4 and you're using a 400 in it and you've got nice reflective white material on the sides, you're going to do fine with a 400 and a 4x4, but they tend to cover a little bit less than you think. 
uh, as far as the light, the lumen amount that's most intense. And that's the next thing that I'll mention is many of the grows that I see, the lights are far too high, particularly when you're just using one grow light. Um, a lot of times people will hang it you know, three or four feet away from their plants, and all you're going to end up with is a lot of lumber because the plants are going to stretch a lot to reach that light. And eventually, you know, you'll flower and you'll whatever, but the, the most important thing is to keep the light close at all times. Now, cl- by close, I mean a foot, foot and a half. Um, you know, with a thousand watt light, you want to err on the side of caution. Certainly, a foot and a half or more. Uh, even two feet is okay with a thousand watt light. But if you're using a 400, you know, a foot, foot and a half is pretty good. 600s as well, depending on if they're air cooled uh, or even water cooled. Um, basically, you know, you don't want to burn the tops of your plants. If your plants, w- if the light's within a foot of the top, it's going to eventually start causing, uh, you know, buds to start turning really whitish. Uh, and then they'll eventually turn brown from from where you burnt them at the top. And those tops are some of the you know high, most highly prized uh, buds. So you really don't want to burn them. But uh, very often I see the lights raised too high, and one, only once in a while do I see them too low. So most people could benefit from uh, dropping their lights down a little bit. And uh, you know that's one of the things about HID lights is that they're very intense, but uh, they're not going to penetrate that far down. If you have, you know, let's say a, a four or five foot tall plant indoors under a light that's already, you know, six or seven feet up, uh, those lower branches aren't really going to be getting a lot of light unless you use supplemental lighting or some kind of uh, um, lower lighting down where those buds are. That's why I don't recommend growing plants that large indoors under one light anyway, because the lower branches are just not going to receive enough light. Uh, the other thing about HID lights is they, they create a ton of heat, and you, d- you certainly have to do something about that. It will build up in the room to a level where the plants will not be able to tolerate the heat. They will shut down their growth, and eventually they will die. So you have to have good circulation, uh, good air. You know, you want to put uh, an exhaust fan up high where the heat will rise to, and you want to bring cool, fresh air in down low. and filter both obviously the air going out needs to be filtered for odor and the air coming in needs to be filtered for uh you know pests and dust and mold and things like that so that's important with any kind of hid lighting some hid lighting has have you know hoods with glass reflectors that you can suck the air right off the hood Uh, that helps that allows you to lower the light a bit more and uh, will help reduce the heat a bit Uh, i talked a little bit about water cooled lighting but i don't really recommend them for beginners or intermediates they're they're a little tough you have to have a a reservoir chiller and all kinds of other things in order to um, allow the water to cool your lights i'm a little uncomfortable just having water flowing that close to my bulbs anyway because i'm clumsy sometimes but uh, i have seen those work uh, to great success in reducing heat in grow spaces so uh, that's important circulation and, you know, that's pretty much it for HIDs. I mean, I know people will talk about LEDs and fluorescents, but the best and biggest buds that I've seen grown indoors so far have all been grown under metal halides or high-pressure sodium. So, Absolutely. And uh, just as a side note, we here at Free Weed hope all of your future discharges are high intensity. So <laughs> there you go. What do you say uh, we move on from the tip of the week to... The Q&A. Yeah. Yes. Reader, listener questions. Listener questions answered by Danny Danko on Free Weed. 
Our first question comes all the way from Scotland. Uh, Mac writes, um, really excited about the frequency of free weed, and, and we are also. We're, we're having a good time doing this as a weekly show. Uh, question for Dan, is there... Is there any other good way to prop up my plants apart from scrog? That's a screen of green, is that right? Yeah, right? scrog is screen of green where you use uh, basically like chicken wire mm-hmm. or something of that nature. You also know, is that the best method for propping up his plants? Uh, he also writes, I'm growing in a soilless mix and uh, the plants have multiple colas. So what do you think? Uh, well, it's one way. Screen of green is a great way uh, to do that. Screen of green is really meant to flatten your canopy as well. I mean, the screen itself isn't just holding up the buds, it's actually you're training the buds into the screen so that uh, you have a level canopy and you're, you're moving those branches into spots where the light can reach. Uh, so really you're sort of flattening the canopy with a screen. If you're just looking to hold up individual colas, you can use uh, stakes. I've seen uh, that used to great effect at the rare dankness gardens where there's like, you know, 50 stakes coming out of one big, huge uh, plant and uh, multiple, multiple tops being staked up like that. Uh, you just have to make sure that they're secure and that the bud's not too heavy and knocking over the stakes. Uh, I've seen other situations where people sort of use string and string the, the uh, buds to their lights or to something uh, above their lights. Uh, but that becomes pretty problematic when you want to get in there and do work and and uh, you're constantly you know trying to avoid these strings that are hanging everywhere. Uh, stakes are great. Uh, screen of green is great. Um, basically, those are the best ways. So um, that's what I would say as far as uh, keeping branches secured and standing. And you really do want to do that because the closer they are to the light, uh, the bigger they'll get uh, until you burn them, of course. But you, you certainly don't want branches hanging down uh, in a grow room because they just won't reach their optimum levels. All right. Well, uh, we hope that helps Mac over in Scotland. And let's move on to Justin, who writes, Hey, Dan and Mike, uh, I love the podcast. It's nice to hear people talk about cannabis, people who love the plant as much as I do. Not a ton of people who uh, are talking about the subject, so thank you for that. And thank you, Justin. Um, okay, he has a quick question about flushing. Uh, Justin writes, I know you're supposed to flush the plant with plain water for the last two to two and a half weeks of flower. Make sure you get all those salts out. But I've heard people say the proper way to flush is to use five gallons of water to every gallon of soil. So with a two gallon pot, you're supposed to flush with 10 gallons of water? Question mark. Seems like this is overkill, would drown the roots and cause mold. What do you think, Dan? What is, what's with that ratio? Uh, yeah, I say more like two to one. So, uh, you know, a five gallon pot would use... Uh, 10 gallons your two gallon pot should use about four gallons and you don't do that constantly you just do that uh, at the same times that you would normally water Uh, you don't want the plant to be waterlogged throughout the whole flushing period you want it to go through a dry and a wet cycle so just like you would water with your nutrient solution you water with plain water that's pH balanced but you run it through a little more so that it pours out Uh, whereas when you're feeding the plant you don't want too much of it to pour out the bottom when you're flushing you are looking for it to pour out the bottom and you know you can always use a parts per million meter and a ph meter to check the levels of the water that you're flushing out and once those levels are uh, particularly the parts per million are 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 low your flushing is pretty much done Uh, it's just important to get those minerals and salts out uh, and let the plant leach itself of some of that excess material all right, makes sense to me, and I uh, hope that helps out Justin with that ratio so you're not uh, drowning your roots. 
Let's move on to Stew Kazoo. Uh, I like this one. I think you're going to like this one, too. Okay. All right. He writes, hey, Dan and Mike, love the show. Mike deserves equal billing as your personalities naturally work together. So how about calling the new weekly podcasts Dan and Mike's Free Weed? Huh? <laughs> Thank you, Stu. I like that. What do you think, Dan? I don't know that it has the same ring to it mm. as Free Weed from Danny Danko. Yeah. But we could say... So it's like Free Weed from Danny Danko and Mike Hughes underscore. That would that has a nice ring to it, right? Yeah, we'll, we'll table it and mm. uh, pencil it in for a later date. All right. Well, I appreciate the support, Stu. Uh, let's get to your question. Stu is up north in Canada. Uh, basically... Uh, he can't dry his pot indoors. He has a young family and stuff. Uh, but he also is concerned about the season because it starts raining and, and uh, the conditions are not right pretty quickly. So Stu wants to know about autoflower strains. He uh, had an autoflower blueberry. It worked out terrific and uh, finished in August. He actually wants us to do a whole show about autoflower. But I think maybe if you just give uh, some of your autoflower picks, what, what would you recommend if you have this particular constraint that okay. you need a, a quicker cycle? Okay. Um, as far as autoflower plants go, um, you know, I don't think you can go wrong with uh, the ones that you can get from Dynafem. Uh, they are pretty much at the forefront. Uh, obviously, you know, hybrid low rider seeds uh, are great for autoflowering. Uh, what Dynafem has done is, is incorporate those with a bunch of other strains so that they have autoflowering white widow, autoflowering critical, uh, autoflowering haze even, which uh, I think is unique specifically to just them. So, uh, I don't think you can go wrong with uh, Dynafem for autoflowering. That's not really an ad for them. It's just, uh, you know, the basic facts. They're, they're, you know, kind of the leading breeders behind, you know, really making autoflowers very popular in Europe. In Europe. Um, now, you know, you can get all autoflowers from Greenhouse. You can get autoflowers from uh, Big Buddha. I'm, a lot of different companies have them. And so, you know, I would recommend pretty much any kind of autoflower, but I do like that autoflowering haze. I really like the critical plus from uh, Dynafem. Uh, as far as autoflowering plants go, those have, you know, some flavor, some potency, and they're a little different. So that's, that's basically what I would recommend is, uh, you know, something from Dynafem. Or, like I said, you can go with some of the other kind of new autoflowers that are being developed by some of the other companies as well. Okay. Well, thank you, Stu, for the question. Definitely look into that. And uh, also, knows? you know, look into uh, light deprivation too. If you've got a shorter season, you can extend it by using a greenhouse. You can extend it by using light deprivation, and that way you may not have to just be limited to growing autoflowers just because you happen to be uh, at high altitude or at uh, you know high uh, longitude or latitude. <laughs> well said. Whatever yes. That is. Well. <laughs> Thank you, Stu, and thank you for the show's suggestion. We always are interested in hearing what the listeners uh, would like to hear on Free Weed. And to do so, you can contact us. Uh, freeweed at hightimes.com is the email. At Danny Danko, at MyQs underscore, hashtag Freeweed all works on Twitter. And speaking of Twitter, let's hop over there for a couple of questions. Um, our old friend, or actually our new friend, at Vampy Muffins. Uh, now, you might remember her from last week uh, as the, uh, the young lady who used the Freeweed theme song at her wedding, which we thought was cool. Well, now it turns out we got the invite. The wedding hasn't happened. She's putting the, the playlist together, is wow. what she's saying, and apparently it takes place around Denver, uh, around the Denver Cannabis Cup. So I think if we're not too busy around huh. then, we should crash this wedding. Yeah, well, that, that might be fun. That, I like that sounds like fun. Yeah, yeah. so uh, Vampy Muffins also has a question here. Uh, she writes, so we transplanted, 
it was pretty rough. The root mass crumbled, but uh, luckily she's doing okay. Do you have any tips for next time? Transplanting tips. Yeah, I mean, here's the most important thing. Water thoroughly before transplanting. If you're trying to transplant a plant that's dry, uh, you know, the soil is dry, it's going to crumble. I'm assuming that you did that and it sort of crumbled anyway, but if you don't do that, it certainly is going to crumble. But if you water it in really well, make sure it's nice and heavy and 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 well soaked and then you just have to sort of gently pry the plant out of the pot i like to do it upside down uh flip the pot over hold the plant really uh you know carefully but sturdily at its base right where the plant meets the soil uh so you're holding it upside down by its base a lot of times the pot will tend to just pop you know like just come right off if it doesn't you know just sort of gently knead it around a little bit and just sort of try to loosen up a little bit on the edges and it should pop right off if you're really having trouble then you know you might want to incorporate two people to do it one holding the pot and one holding the plant and uh, the important thing is just be gentle and then when you're transplanting into your larger container you know just be gentle then too you're going to flip the plant back over once it's out of its pot uh, you can gently kind of loosen up the roots if it's root bound and it's and they're looking like they're kind of heading right back into the pot. You can gently use your fingertips to sort of loosen some of the roots that are right around the edges and then put it in your pot, uh, your larger container, and then backfill the soil so that uh, it fills in around the outside of it. And, uh, you know, you can put it in an extra inch or, or two of extra soil as well as long as you don't uh, keep it super duper moist in that top two inch level and you should be fine after that all right well thank you at vampy muffins Uh, we hope that helps with your future transplanting and again congratulations on the wedding that's very exciting we are running out of time so let's go to the speed round here and do uh, some quick answers for two more questions we have uh at frank melly jr on twitter a question for you what ppm part uh, part per million range is good for veg feeding and uh, flower feeding, I grow in soil. Okay, soil, I you know, I put it right around 6.2 to 6.5. Uh, 6.0 is fine, you know, 6.8 is not horrible, but I think just, you know, somewhere under 7 and above uh, 5.8, anywhere in there is good. And I wouldn't really vary too much between veg and soil. Basically, you know, you just want to stay in that window and you'll be able to... All your, your, you, you mean know, a veg and flower? Yeah, veg okay. and flower. Yeah. You basically, with soil anywhere between 5.8 and 6.5 is ideal. And you want to go a little bit lower with hydro. That's the only difference. If you're growing hydro, you know, 5.5 five to, you know, to 6.0 is kind of your window. But with soil, you know, you can go a little higher. And uh, you certainly don't want to ever be higher than 7 or lower than 5.5 five ever. So that's where I would put the pH. All right. Well, thank you, Frank Melly Jr. on Twitter. We appreciate that. And for our final question, we go back to email. And uh, Aaron writes, uh, been a fan since May. And uh, towards the end of my flowering cycle and into my cutting drying, I was invaded by a colony of caterpillars. I noticed droppings and tunnels in my nugs and uh, I've been tossing them out. Uh, while they were drying, it seemed that uh, they all climbed down to seek a more proper habitat. Is this weed okay to smoke or turn into concentrates and edibles? What do you think? Also, he wants to know about prevention for next time. Right. Uh, caterpillars. Okay. As far as plants that have have had caterpillars on them, uh, you know, 
that's okay. If they if they've bored into the buds and they've died inside there, or there's any kind of mold issues, you certainly don't want to smoke that or turn that into any kind of uh, food or concentrate. Uh, if they're not, and it's just happened to have some caterpillars on them, then I think you'll be okay. That having been said, here's how you deal with caterpillars. Obviously, you can hand pick them off. They're big enough that if you see them and you find them, you can pluck them off. You can relocate them uh, somewhere, or you can kill them if you want by dropping them into a bucket of soapy water. Uh, one thing that keeps them away is neem oil. So spraying with neem oil is a good thing. Uh, certainly the surface of your soil. I'm assuming that you're doing this outdoors because uh, caterpillars indoors would be a whole different issue. But uh, either indoors or outdoors, you can s dust your foliage with uh, Bacillus thuringiensis, uh, which oh, is basically right. Bt powder. Yeah, uh, it's a natural <laughs> bacteria that kills caterpillars. Won't harm your other. Uh, beneficial insects. So that's good. It's just BT powder is how you would look it up on Google, uh, BT. And that's basically a, a, a natural bacteria. So you don't have to, that's not nothing inorganic. Um, the other thing is if you have uh, birds or predatory insects that you can keep around, that's a good thing. A bird feeder hanging around, uh, chickens, you know, walking around, always love to eat all kinds of bugs, including caterpillars. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much uh, what I would do to discourage them ultimately they're going to turn into butterflies and fly away and be pretty and all that so you know I don't recommend necessarily killing them there's always somewhere else you can put them uh, far away from your garden if you want and that's pretty much the organic ways of dealing with caterpillars all right. Well, thank you very much, Aaron, and everyone else who wrote in. If you would like a grow question answered by Dan on the air, contact us, freeweed at hightimes.com, or on Twitter, at Danny Danko, at Mike Hughes underscore, hashtag freeweed. What do you say we uh, wrap it up with raw? Let's wrap it up. And also, uh, check out our Facebook page. We, You know, you can like that, and uh, our SoundCloud uh, page could use some subscribers, too. So subscribe to us on there. Yes, do that. And... For the raw wrap-up, uh, great show, number 46. It was yeah. great to talk to Subcool and Ms. Jill. That was very exciting. Absolutely. Uh, They're doing some really great things, too. It, it seems like they really took an altruistic attack, uh, and it's really cool. It's yeah. great. Well, you know, they're doing well, uh, obviously, maybe not so much health-wise, but they're doing great things for other people, and I think that it's very important for people in our community to know that uh, they you, you can profit without... Uh, losing your soul and I think that that's one of the great things that they're showing is that they're people helping people and there's a lot of people out there that need help and they need free weed uh, they need medicine they need this stuff and people are flocking to places like Colorado and Washington I mean it's turning into like a very interesting issue these days and so thank you to them for keeping it real and doing it right it's a I just think everyone should go buy the January issue, yeah. the vape pen issue. Buy the print really cool. issue if you can. If yeah. you don't have the print issue available, you know, t go the digital route, man. It's really cool. You so could yeah. literally, right now, you could be on your way to buy a vape pen. You could be in a head shop looking at vape pens right now and not knowing which one to buy. Download the Zinio app, pay six bucks for that issue, the January 2014 issue, and you can see the High Times review and you can get an idea and choose for yourself which vape pen is for you. And here's that link. It's ht.420.com slash vape pen issue. So definitely check that out. Also come to the Cannabis Cup, mm -hmm. cannabiscup.com. You can yep. get all the information there. Finally, just want to say uh, last week we asked you guys to tell us who you think the top 10 countries that listen to free weed would be. We got exactly one response. So 
Um, we promised something cool, you know, uh, maybe a follow back, maybe you know some stuff that from the High Times office, but we got we got no responses. Excuse me. Uh, what do you say we give everyone another week to write in and tell us who they think the top ten free weed listening countries are? Excellent. Okay. <laughs> so do that. It's fun. Yeah. Or maybe it's homework. I don't know. It's something. <laughs> and we will see you next week. We wrapped it up with Raw. Episode 46 is in the books. <laughs> Take us out, Jacques and Winstrong. <laughs>